Hey, sweet friend, welcome to the Free and Well podcast. I am so glad you're here. Are you ready to start growing your confidence and knowing that you are enough? Are you ready to stop being so hard on yourself, second guessing yourself, and putting off those amazing goals you have? Hey friend, I'm Devani. I'm a recovering perfectionist and people pleaser. I'm a therapist, life coach, and a dog mom. And I remember being right where you are. I'm on a mission to share with you powerful faith and psychology-based tools to help you start being kinder to yourself, start creating consistent, positive, healthy routines, and start setting healthy boundaries. It's time for you to break free from self-doubt and your inner critic. You are worthy and enough just as you are today. And even though I'm a therapist, this show is for educational purposes only. Information from this show is not a substitute for mental health or medical treatment. All right, my friend, it is your time. Let's dig in and take some real, authentic, perfectly imperfect action together. Let's go. friend. I'm so glad that you're here. In today's episode, what I really want to share with you is this idea of how can we start looking at our inner critic in a different way? How can we start reframing this in a more helpful way? And I don't just want to encourage us to do this because it's some like woo-woo fluffy thing that's like being encouraged What I really want us to move towards is, let me share with you why this feels important. So many of us judge, criticize, and suppress certain parts of ourselves. We judge ourselves for having certain thoughts, judge ourselves for having certain feelings, whether that's, I want to say no to that thing. (laughs) I don't want to do that. I you know, want to tell you A, B, and C. We have these thoughts and feelings and then we judge ourselves. We criticize ourselves, we judge ourselves, and then we try to push these down, right? We try to push them under the surface. We try to ignore them, try to repress them. Maybe this is us literally criticizing ourselves for having these thoughts. Maybe this is us Immediately when we notice some type of discomfort or thought or feeling, we then go and start scrolling on Instagram. I'm not trying to personally call you out, okay? Right? So this could be us trying to like numb with something, whether that is, you know, sometimes that can be a substance, sometimes that can be scrolling, sometimes that can be procrastination, right? Whatever that is. What I really want us to start moving towards is allowing and embracing our experience, allowing and embracing ourselves to have thoughts, to have feelings, to experience all that this human life has for us. And I want to clarify for you, okay, my sweet, lovely butterfly friend, when I am talking about acceptance, I do not ever mean accepting anything that is unhealthy or unsafe or toxic or that that is not what I'm referring to what I have really been coming to find because this is something I've been moving through a lot is this idea of acceptance as a 
recovering people pleaser and perfectionist. And like, if, if you struggle with people pleasing, you also probably have a control issue, (laughs) which is what I have found for myself, which is super fun to learn about yourself. So what I've been learning is this idea of acceptance is not, oh, I'm just accepting it for what it is. And then I'm going to sit here and sulk and it's like a poopy situation, but I'm just going to accept it for what it is. No, When I am talking about accepting your feelings, accepting yourself, accepting situations, when we think about acceptance, that means that you are open eyes, open heart, open mind, open hands to see and experience what is going on or what is coming up for you as it is. So when these thoughts and feelings come up, when this, you know, maybe it's these angry feelings of like someone asks you to do something at work, they want you to take on this extra project and the first feelings that you have, I'm going to change, I think I'm going to change my, my show to explicit rating just so I can feel more comfortable. I think I'm probably going to do that just so in these moments I can say things that I want to say that I've been kind of censoring. We have thoughts, right? Someone's like, hey, can you come and help with this? And pretty much you're like, no, no, no. I do not have the space. I do not, right? Like your initial instinct is like volcano, right? The anger, the anger character in Inside Out, right? Is what we turn into. And And instead of noticing this anger, noticing it, allowing it to come up for a moment. I'm not saying going and losing your stuff all over the place and yell. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying allowing it to be within your person, allowing it to be here with you and saying like, wow, I'm noticing a lot of anger here. There's a lot of anger and frustration coming up here. Allowing it to be here, accepting it and allowing it to be here with you instead of pushing it away, repressing it. Uh, trying to distract myself, going to social media immediately when I start to sense anything uncomfortable within my spirit, within my soul, right? So when we talk about accepting situations as they are, accepting yourself as you are, and I shared recently in a workshop that I did that that has been a really big part of my journey, accepting situations as they are, and also accepting myself, accepting these parts of myself that maybe I have been, you know, and, and this really has been a lot of work that I've been doing probably over the last year within my therapy, within coaching, like my own personal work of acknowledging these parts of me, these emotions, these parts of me that I have not wanted to honor, that I have wanted to hide and keep quiet because that's what I learned to do, right? Because when I was growing up, that is what I learned to do was like, it's not safe to share things that are unpleasant. It's not safe to speak your mind if it's going to upset someone else. It's not safe to do that emotionally, mentally. It's, it's, that's not what we do here. We learned that growing up. That's what I learned growing up. And so, you know, then you realize that you've adopted these things. And now as I'm moving through, you know, this personal work, just where I'm at in my journey right now, it's like, wow, there, there are definitely emotions that I have not been welcoming that I have not been accepting to show up to the party, (laughs) right? I see them at the door and I'm like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh, close the door, push them out. No, thanks. (laughs) 
I don't want you here, right? So accepting feelings, accepting parts of you. Okay, and why, why this feels so important? Why this feels so important? What we're going to be moving in today is really reframing, reframing, I don't know why I accented it that way, why I, um, what's the term? You know what I'm talking about. Reframing self-criticism. And I will say this five million times, often, often my sweet love It is not the thoughts and the feelings that are creating all of the challenges for you. It is your reaction to the thoughts and the feelings. This is why I'm so freaking obsessed with Bloom. Like this is why I'm so obsessed with this group program that I get to walk people through. It is not usually the thoughts and the feelings that are creating the anxiety, creating the worrying, creating the overthinking. It's your reaction to the thoughts and the feelings that are coming up, right? So when you feel that anger, that frustration, because you want, let's be honest, your authentic true self, your spirit, your soul in here wants to say, F no, I'm not doing that. And instead we're like, oh, oh, why am I feeling that way? Oh, I'm so selfish. Oh, I'm such a bee. Oh, I'm so, uh, right? Like, oh, I just oh, I should be okay with that. I should want to help. I should, right? We go into all the shoulds. We start judging ourselves. That is what creates the challenges for us. That's what creates the challenges for us. It is not our actual feelings. It is not typically, typically, okay? The thoughts and the feelings. It is how we respond. Just how we respond to these things. Okay. Circling back. circling back, reframing self-criticism. It is so important that we do this because what I find often is that we get so upset with ourselves that we judge ourselves, that we criticize ourselves, right? We get so upset with these parts of ourselves that we do not like, that we wish were different. We get so upset. We are so hard on ourselves, We can be so hard on ourselves for being so hard on ourselves, right? And I want to share with you three different affirmations that you can use or practice in a moment when you're being kind of tough on yourself. Specifically to start reframing self-criticism because what I want you to know about self-criticism is that it is a protective mechanism that your brain has learned It is a protective pattern, a protective behavior that you have learned. At some point in your life, your brain decided it makes the most sense for us to do this. It served a purpose. It was helpful. It was functional. It helped us either do something, stay safe, emotionally, mentally, in general, right? There was a purpose for it. There is a purpose for it. And I want to say that I am an absolute advocate for self-reflection, for self-honesty, for radical accountability. I'm not saying we're not holding ourselves accountable. What I'm saying is that we don't need to go into these deep rabbit holes of self-criticism and self-judgment and self-loathing and feel like poo about ourselves because... (laughs) 
We don't need that. That is not helpful for us. That is not helpful. So when we think about reframing self-criticism, what I want to share with you here is that at some point it made sense. At some point you learned that it was necessary. You learned that it was the best option. And that is okay. So instead of judging ourselves for struggling with this, let's just start acknowledging that that it's something that you learned. It had a purpose. It served a function. It made the most, it was the best option you had at the time. It was the best option that your brain created at the time of whatever you were, right? Whatever that looks like, it made sense. Okay? It made sense. And this is something that we do spend a lot of time on in Bloom that we deep dive into really, really exploring what this pattern looks like for you and moving out of getting hooked by these thoughts, going into the rabbit holes and really breaking free from those and starting to be more gentle with ourselves when we notice this coming up. So three affirmations for you. Three affirmations for you. And then I am going to go get my hair colored. Praise the Lord. And my beautiful hairdresser is 38 weeks pregnant. And I'm going to go get her a quesadilla on my way. Okay. Three affirmations. Three affirmations here. When you notice self-criticism coming up for you, being really hard on yourself. I want you to jot down whatever stands out to you. Write it on a post-it, write it wherever you want, wherever you want. But I want you to write it down and put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day, okay? Number one, I'm noticing criticism right now. I'm noticing a lot of criticism right now. I'm noticing some critical thoughts right now. Just starting to notice when this is starting to happen. Why is this so helpful? We need to start becoming more aware of the thoughts that are going on because you have a true self, capital S self within you, and then you have a mind that is a problem-solving machine. that is, you know, analyzing, that is trying to help you, that is trying to solve problems, that is, you know, like, I, I really enjoy, I learned this in a in um, a training recently, and I just love the idea that it's like an overly helpful friend, right? My mind is like an overly helpful friend sometimes. It's always trying to protect me and problem solve, and sometimes it is super unhelpful. <laughs> sometimes it is just not helpful at all. So number one, I'm noticing some criticism here. I'm noticing some critical thoughts here. Creating space between you and the thoughts. You are not your thoughts, my friend. You observe your thoughts. Your mind is generating all these thoughts for you. As long as we live, we will get to experience thoughts because that's what our mind does. It creates thoughts, it creates solutions, it creates ideas. You are not your thoughts. So when you are able to pause and notice and say, oh, wow, I'm noticing some critical thoughts here. I'm noticing some criticism. I'm noticing 
that separates you in that moment from the thoughts that creates some distance there. Okay. Number two, my mind is trying to protect me right now. Mm. I'm noticing that my mind is trying to protect me right now. My mind is trying to be helpful right now. Acknowledging that your mind has good intent. Your mind has good intent. Uh, When we are able to stop villainizing these parts of us, it is huge, huge. The darkest, most frustrating, most difficult parts of you that you want to change still have the best intentions for you and are looking out for you and are trying to protect you even if it is so not helpful and it is so not productive (laughs) and it is like counterproductive. Every part of you has good intention for you. And this moves us into number three. is acknowledging and saying something along the lines of, I know you have good intent here, but I'm going to choose something else. I'm going to make a different choice. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to try something different. I know you have good intent. I know you're trying to protect me. I know you're trying to be helpful. This part is huge. This idea of what if we started shifting from I have these parts of myself that I need to change. I have these parts of myself that I hate that are so effing annoying, that are so like frustrating, right? I have all of these things about me that I just am I'm so tired of. I'm over it. You're annoying. You can't, you know, stick with your routines. You're not consistent. You have, you know, whatever. What if we started shifting into this space of everything that you are doing right now, every habit, every thought pattern, every choice that you find yourself in is something that you have learned to do over time that is at some point served you. And these things within you all genuinely have good intent. What if we stopped villainizing them? What if we stopped hating them, judging them, trying to push them down, trying to push push them out the door and slam the door on them, right? What if we stopped doing that and instead started moving into, I know that I learned you at some point. You were really helpful for me. At some point, you made a lot of sense. At some point, the idea that you're trying to give me makes a lot of sense. And it was helpful it was useful and I know that you have good intent for me but I'm going to choose to do something else I get to choose a different way now now that I am aware now that I'm older now that I'm able now that I'm you know it's in my awareness it's in my consciousness now now I'm able to try something else notice how that feels in your body like does that feel different Does that feel different than I hate all these parts about me? I have to change them. They're the worst to everything about me 
has been helpful up until this point. It's got me where I am. It served a purpose. It served a function. And now I get to choose another way that feels more helpful, that feels more authentic, that feels more genuine. And that's what so much of this work is about, right? It's about peeling back these layers, letting go of the patterns that are not you. We're not trying to change you. We're trying to let go of the thought and behavior patterns that aren't actually you, but that you learned along the way, that were purposeful, that kept you safe, that, you know, they served a purpose and we're trying to let go of them now so that we are living more in the space of your authentic self is in the driver's seat. Your authentic self is coming out, speaking, being seen, being heard, setting boundaries, expressing herself, feeling confident in who she is, knowing who she is, tuning into her feelings, allowing her feelings to come up, honoring herself, right? Instead of getting caught up in these patterns that aren't you, it's we're, we're peeling off those layers, breaking off those layers, breaking off those chains, those layers, that heaviness, those weights, because that's not you. They're just things that have been helpful and have supported you along the way that you are deciding now they are no longer helpful for me. They are, they are no longer going to help me get to where I'm trying to go. And that's something that actually came up for me recently through, I don't know if it was therapy or coaching or what, but just this idea of like, we do this inner healing work And then it pours out into who you are, how you show up in the world. Like you do this inner healing work and you, you, you get to a space where you can't be the same. You can't act the same. You can't interact with people how you used to. You can't engage with people in the way that you used to, because that's just, you cannot anymore. Like within you, that is not who you are anymore. That is not who you are. That is not how you can show up in the world and it deeply impacts how you show up. And then there's this, it's, oh, it's just wild. There's like this push and pull of like, this, this is who I am now. This is how I want to show up. This is how I'm feeling led to show up in the world. Now this feels true for me, but there's also this resistance of like, oh, but this is how I've been doing it for 30 years. This is how I've been doing it. This is how I've been dealing with people pleasing. This is how I've been dealing with you know, not setting boundaries. This is what I've been doing. And it's this push and pull, but it's like this genuine, like it has to pour out like within you when these things become so strong of who you are, what you value, who you're led to be, who God, who God is calling you to be, what God is calling you to set down and let go of and release that is not serving you anymore. Ooh, it's a wild ride. <laughs> it is a wild ride over here. Okay. I hope that this spoke to you, my friend. I want you to take a second, take a breath, maybe placing your hands on your heart for a moment. And I want you to notice what is really standing out to you here. What is one nugget you want to take with you? One nugget you want to take with you. Okay. One nugget you want to take with you. Okay. If you haven't already, I want to let you know that 
as per usual, I am hosting a monthly workshop. It's usually around the first week of the month over in our Facebook community. And then also, if you want to join the waitlist for the next round of Bloom, please go do so. Link will be below. And I just appreciate you so much for being here. I appreciate you so much for listening, for being here. And oh, I just, yeah, I just, I appreciate you. I appreciate you so much. Okay. Have a beautiful rest of your day. I will talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning in today. I hope this episode spoke to you and encouraged you. And before you go, I have an online community that is just for you. Head to freeandwellcommunity.com and be sure to enter your email so you can be the first to hear about new episodes, to get Monday morning journal prompts, and to get special gifts from me. All right, my friend, I will see you at our next coaching coffee date. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day.